We going live. We live. We are live. What up? What up? What up? This is KF the Roar, a different edition, but still on the same mission. As far as doing this on a Tuesday night uh, rather than uh, Thursday, <laughs> we getting it done. We haven't been in uh, a little while. We've been vacationing. Yeah. Oh man. Enjoying the world. So we popping it off, uh, just like we popping this gum. It's our podcast, so we do as we please. Um, but I'm your co-host, Drexel Perkins. And the one and only Kevin Allen. And this is KF The Roar, uh, Season 5, Episode 10. So, uh, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, like Kevin said, uh, after our last podcast, we went on a vacation, I think, uh, either a week before or week after. And went on vacation to California. Um... Quite a beautiful experience. My family and I uh, took two weeks um, California, and then we went to uh, New Mexico, and then we went to uh, Nevada and Arizona. So quite a beautiful vacation, uh, spending time, got away uh, from a lot of the norm, uh, for lack of a better word, and then uh, was able to enjoy of our first couple's vacation, excuse me, um, and in uh, enjoying one another's company, uh, had some great surprises to uh, one of our student athletes that uh, we have been blessed to cultivate and cultivating uh, in King Wade and everything that he's doing in California. Uh, seeing his family and uh, just enjoying the time, man. Enjoying the time. So, uh, how was it for y'all? Enjoying this man's uh, birthday early uh, than the day of, uh, but uh, it was lovely. It was lovely and stuff. Wish we had more time, right? Actually, September was a, a long, fun month, yeah. Like, it was September was kind of long, <laughs> <laughs> probably because. Probably been celebrating pretty much like the whole month and stuff like because trip the trip the trip for us started is August thirtieth yeah so yeah so yeah we started the right month. right we right started the month in cap right uh, so yeah birthday anniversary so right both our anniversaries in the same month um, yep. so it was just celebration for everything just relax enjoy the scenery. Uh, Seeing mountains and stuff because there ain't no mountains out here. <laughs> Straight swamp. Just levee. Yeah, it's the highest. It's actually it's the, the levee. highest elevation we got. <laughs> and it's still under sea level. Yeah. Um, so uh, we did it two different ways. The Allens flew. Uh, the Bells. <laughs> Solomon Bell. Um, and my family, we drove. Um, which uh, it was it was a great experience for sure. Um, I can't say I would initially do it again, I, <laughs> I, but it wasn't because of yeah, the drive. It wasn't because of the drive itself uh, and stuff like that. Nothing. It was just uh, to, and we wasn't rushed either. But I can only imagine doing that, being rushed and stuff, and actually trying to enjoy the timing. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do it again. I would say 
because Solomon, like, he came back earlier uh, and stuff uh, for him to have enjoyed a, a little bit more flying or whatever uh, would have been uh, that option. But, uh, man, we had a, uh, a great time in the car, <laughs> uh, 26, 28 hours and stuff. Uh, the longest part is getting out of Texas. I, that's that's uh, honest truth. After that, it's pretty much New Mexico, Arizona, California, uh, and stuff like that. And but then, what was tough was the fact that when we got into California, you just like boom, we made it to California. But we went up north, California. You come in, we came in the south. And we went up North California, and then we had to drive back south. So that was uh, that was the lengthiness of it all. Still enjoyable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still enjoyable. We put eleven hundred miles on that road. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my god! Five days, eleven hundred miles. So yeah, in California, eleven hundred miles. In the same state. <laughs> oh, God. You're still here. <laughs> still here. So, I think the funniest part that I, I mean, I accounted for gas, but I didn't account for when it went up to like Six. 667 <laughs> a gallon. I was like, what? Like, I knew it was high because I've been to California before, but I wasn't expecting that. And then, um, I think soon after we got, uh, we, we were in uh, Southern California at the time we had got gas and I had to put a hundred in that thing <laughs> and I was like you know what we ain't going too far <laughs> no well I was glad when we was able to settle down right that's how I was uh, we rented that G-Wagon and uh, <laughs> went to the gas station for time. I think that first day because she gave it to us it was like on quarter or something like that so it was like when you return this make sure you make on the quarter, quarter whatever. okay so my like, alright, cool. Went to the gas station at the with the 120. And it was still going. I'm like, nah, we stopping at 120. See. I was like, I'm like, I wonder if I can bring it. <laughs> and get a, a Prius. <laughs> right. I'm gonna get it now. Let's get it. Yeah. And then ride and enjoy it. So yeah. yeah, it was cool though. So and then how does that work? So is it like you gotta pay for every you have to pay extra, like, or you just pay for gas and just return it and you yeah, get Yeah, so all. some of them set up for unlimited miles. Okay, some, here uh, we go. If you go over a certain mile, but <laughs> blessings in favor. She ain't yeah. talking. But, uh, awesome. But awesome. that one was set up for, like, uh, up to 500 miles, and then anything over that is a dollar a mile. So that would have been $6,000? It would have been, been $600. $600? Yeah, extra a dollar a mile. Ooh, blessings. But, yes, she ain't talking about that. So, Whoever you are, <laughs> appreciate you. appreciate you. Cause yeah, cause yeah, we went over that five hundred the first day when we went right. to uh, <laughs> when we was coming back from King. Yeah, <laughs> that trip <laughs> alone, yeah, we were over the limit. That's a five. So where King uh, live, uh, live Lord, where he lives, well, no, where they played the game at was five hours away. So. <laughs> Me and Kevin. So I was like, right, three hundred miles. <laughs> so me and Kevin went to uh, uh, after the Friday night game. Me, Kevin, and our family, we went to Southern California. 
And at the bottom, like nearly out of California, we went to San Diego. So that's some miles alone. And so in my vehicle, which was unique to me, I like I knew there was a difference between, you know, your miles on the highway, <clears throat> miles on the interstate and stuff like that. I get that. I've never been in a vehicle where they actually changed it like without telling you. Like, <laughs> so I'm driving and I'm like, why is it like they have this uh they I don't even know the mountain name, but you um the elevation was about eight thousand at one uh, time or yeah, one point like four thousand feet. Yeah, so it was like changing. And so I'm like, okay, I know I'm gonna need gas when I get out of this, but then uh one of the miles like I needed gas at that time. So I was like, man, I hope is accounting uh which one I need or what's going to get us through. Cause as soon as we got out of that mountain, I went straight to the I was like, yo, we gotta get something quick. Because I don't know, I'm unsure uh, <laughs> what's about to happen, but what don't need to happen is a, is us stopping. Uh so then we went there, uh uh played, uh was able to meet a lot of people. Um, undoubtedly, we played with a team from Texas, uh, so that was cool. Um, go figure. But um, we was able to meet some uh, individuals out on the West Coast. I know Solomon; he had uh, he met with a guy from Phoenix, <clears throat> Arizona, and stuff. Uh, made some uh, cool connections. Uh, played against different types of talent and stuff. Uh, so that was that was real cool. Um, I know. That we uh, we lost in the semis, yeah, semifinals, um, um, to a team from North Carolina. That's what it was from, uh, North Carolina. Um, but overall experience was cool. Uh, able to play on the West Coast, which uh, I ain't gonna say it was a dream. It was a desire of mine and stuff. So we was able to get that done, um, and then. Went to the Airbnb finally. This is whenever the trip, yeah, became uh, more enjoyable. Yeah, um, but I don't even think what Sunday we didn't even do. I don't think we did anything. Yeah, Sunday we just we just chilled. We y'all cooked, watched LSU. A much needed rest day. Yeah, cause yeah, cause that Friday we uh went to no, the game. Yeah, so we Saturday came play yeah that Friday night. And Saturday was the game. Drove halfway to Bakersfield, so like two hours. Yeah, that was there too. That yeah, was there so too. Halfway through the middle, like to come back towards our five-hour trip back to Baltimore. So stop halfway in Bakersfield at about two two thirty in the morning, and then uh, <laughs> kind of like three o'clock. We was making three o'clock in the morning. Man. Then got up at six. To make a turn to make a three-hour trip, yeah, three four-hour trip, right? Uh, to San Diego, so right. we ran that on two hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> going to San Diego. Uh, if we, excuse me, if we got more hours of sleep, we don't lose in the semifinals. I can promise <laughs> you that much. Um, but it it was great. And then that night, we go celebrate <clears throat> Kevin's birthday. At the highlight, is it, yeah, uh, the highlight room. The highlight room, uh, cool experience. That was my first time eating a uh, rooftop experience, or probably my second, but I can for sure know and say it was my first time. Uh, it was it was a cool experience. Uh, 
and stuff, just having the Hollywood sign in the background, enjoying family and friends and stuff. And then Sunday, we chilled. <laughs> I think we went to go do a little shopping or whatever. Oh, um, and then Monday, oh Monday. Yeah, I was so tired coming back from uh from eating up. Oh Saturday. yeah. Every time we had to drive back <laughs> to the Airbnb. Yeah. Like it was about a good 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, it was about forty minutes because as soon as I hit thirty minutes, I'm like. And it's 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 kind of crazy because, like the thirty forty minutes, like it's like open road and almost it ain't fully open. It's California, everybody's still traveling or doing right. something. Um, but it was like okay, thirty forty minutes, boom. I I know if I'm in Louisiana, I could cut that down about ten fifteen minutes going a certain speed. Right. No, you go thirty forty minutes. Oh, yeah, like you right. you <laughs> these thirty forty oh, minutes was legit. 30, 40 minutes. Uh, but it was a great vibe. I mean, being in California um, and stuff like that um, and being out, I mean, clear skies, almost how I feel right now in Louisiana was the uh, feeling. Monday, we bring King <laughs> to the airport to make a practice that they didn't have practice. <laughs> but then we... I'll bet. We, we went... Uh, we went to go play basketball. Um, and lo and behold, there are some Mexicans that can actually ball. Hispanics, sorry. Yeah, Hispanics. <laughs> uh, that can really ball, man. Uh, yeah. Really, really ball. <laughs> Which uh, it opened my eyes up. But uh, uh, we went to this recreation spot. They say it's about four. Uh, four, four acres, miles. Four, uh, four miles of straight recreation. I mean, on the outskirts, to me, from what I see, with all due respect, so I'm saying it right. So we had Asians on the outskirts running. Then they had a group of individuals playing golf. Uh, then you had a lot of Hispanics and African Americans playing basketball. But the vibe across the uh the whole thing was just energy, energy, right. energy. Um, and just as I have uh, experienced uh, people to be in, uh, in California, it's just the openness. I, that's, right. why I, I, that's why I like the most engagement and stuff. Um, you know, right. it's you more than... More some right, right. Yeah, I mean, actually, like, Solomon like, found out that we was playing with the game, uh, but they... Like I don't I don't know it fully as far as like okay they're a gang so you expecting you know your life is at stake right. or you they just a gang and they just they just a gang like now if it turn up yeah, then right. we got to turn up right. but family family yeah because what we would consider is like it's my home it's my clique this who I'm around you know right. this that and the other you know uh, and I got. They back, but we not a gang. We just we around it. So all in all, man, uh, full five games. Yeah, running <laughs> back. Uh, yeah, running back, man, running back. Because I had to at least win one game. But man, the guy um, that we were playing against, uh, one guys, he had two game winners. I had bought him with a a three sixty layup. A three sixty layup, like. 
And these ain't some small cats. Nah, these are some big dudes. And I, I, um, I, like, I thought it was Samoan at the time because of the way they looked. But then, uh, you know, we got closer. Uh, and I was thinking, like, well, you know, I know a lot of people from Hawaii, Polynesian, uh, you know, they're there. All, but it was <laughs> It was some essays that can ball. But uh, it was cool and uh, connecting. We finally won one game, the last game, and then we had to leave. We we didn't just yeah, we we, we had, had to leave. We still had to go to Universal. Yeah, um, so that was great uh, as that well. Was yeah, it was. And I felt that that's when the vacation like really started. Like as far as you know, we went up there in mind to go support King and this right, that, right. the other. Um, but then, and, and do our part, you know, but the vacation, the, I ain't worried about nothing, ain't gonna set no clock, uh, and right. driving, <laughs> uh, these far distance, um, but just like really connecting, but the, uh, the engagement, just the, uh, kickback was, was, uh, very enjoyable. That's what I liked about it too, out there, like just connecting with active people. Like the dudes that was out playing basketball, they said they out there every Saturday, mm-hmm. eight o'clock in the morning, every right. day. Like so, just and then one of them jokers said they're gonna play pickleball. Yeah, they're gonna play pickleball from three to nine. nine. Yeah, I was like playing ten games of basketball. <laughs> and it wasn't no small dude. <laughs> not at all. And and I, I'm wondering why he's not small. Right. And all that activity, right. like that dude, about two forty, two fifty. Yeah, bro. But the liveliness, uh, yeah, uh, it it was cool. But also like. It shows you that, you know, activity keeps you, like, with a positive attitude, like... Right. But, yeah, the sun out there, playing... That's true. Like that. But, yeah, activity helps with, like, attitude. That's Everybody's true. Like, your overall uh, outlook on life. So, maybe they was, like, a gang gang, but they, it's so active that they just have a good attitude right. about it. So like, you said, like, he didn't... He never played basketball, like, in high school. Like, he didn't do nothing in high school. Crazy. He playing to... Like after high school and stuff, just yeah, play basketball, hmm. be active and stuff. So, and then y'all flew back Tuesday. So Universal, dope. Uh, we went on four rides overall. Somebody, yeah, two yeah. Harry Potters, right? Uh, two Harry Potters, uh, minions, 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 yeah, yeah, minions, and then uh, and then Super we World. did Super Mario World. And I can say, if it wasn't for Fallon and Kevin. I'm glad y'all <laughs> stuck with it because I kind of was like, man, bro, like I want to do it and I'm not coming back. I don't think I'm coming back to Universal um, just to do this ride alone uh, and stuff. I would, but uh, it's kind of not so much the vacation. And um, and it was what uh, about to close or in closing hours and stuff. And then y'all was leaving the next day. I was like, man, I was so when y'all said, man, we like, we gonna we, be in this line, right? Like we here, <laughs> gotta, we here, gotta bite the bullet, right? And that was one thing that we wrote down. No matter what we do, like no matter what ride we try to get on, it's gonna be that right same time. So, so Mario <laughs> was an eighty, right? Uh, Mario was an eighty minute wait, um, but Universal, sheesh. I I knew it was big, but you really Lord, know. like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got out there like four o'clock or something like that. So yeah, like three four o'clock. It was great, man. Um, 
And then y'all left, and then, you know, our journey was our journey. Uh, uh, went to see the Grand Canyon. Three hour flight. <laughs> right. <laughs> when, uh, we took our time coming back, went to see the Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls. Me. Went to see uh, Hoover Dam. Uh, let's see some other things. The Seven Magic Mountains. Uh, overall, we just took our time yeah, coming. That back. is good when you can take your time. Yeah, back and stuff. It, it, so, yeah that's, it's a better part of the trip. Yeah, <laughs> that makes for a, for a great drive when you don't have to rush and get back by a certain time. You can take your time and do stuff. Right, and that makes it less of a task to drive. Yeah, then. Like this really helps you like enjoy and stop and see stuff. Like, because I'm not a tourist, but as uh, Kevin has said, and which leads uh, into the Jesus topic um, and the health topic at the same time. But like, like Kevin said, you know, to see the mountains and uh, seeing different things. Kevin uh, Solomon and I uh, was many times on the road, uh, on the long road was just like in awe about, you know, God's gratefulness uh, and uh, the majesticness and like seeing how he created the world. And, you know, when we went to the beach and like everything uh, is like, bro, like God is like the perfect artist for sure. Um, so it, the trip in the midst on the trip there and back, just seeing that was like, dang, bro, like, it's so so real like uh you know i believe but it adds on or it cultivates that belief and it's like dang bro right. like he's really in it because like ain't no way <laughs> yeah like like how bro like how the craftiness and this that and the other um and you know i know psalms speaks about like how the mountains uh shall stand and praise you and how the waters uh uh uh, like the sound of the waters is like uh, a worship unto God and stuff um, and there's many worship songs out there that talks about but uh, that was really great so the Jesus topic is in all things give thanks and that is also the uh, the health topic um, the Bible scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5.18 and it's pretty straight to the T it says, uh, in all things, give thanks because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So God's will for us is to give thanks um, for every uh, everything, um, whether good or bad, because one scripture says in all uh, um, in all things, no matter where there's good or bad, all things shall work together for your good. So to give God uh, praise and, and thanks for everything, uh, the breath of life, uh, your business, your relationships, uh, this, that, and the other, whatever it could be, uh, just be in that <clears throat> sense of gratitude on a consistent basis uh, is a, a great thing. And from the health standpoint, uh, it is, uh, it keeps your stress levels down. Um, um, I wouldn't even, I would even say it eliminates stress levels, um, just the way I think about things. Um, but like 
Kevin was speaking about the individuals that, you know, we played basketball against and stuff was the fact that, you know, these were individuals that uh, are always active. Then they had a sense of gratitude, you know, uh, even in the midst of the competitive nature or, you know, putting all things aside of, uh, you know, I can say from what I've learned and and heard, you know, some gangs are not really cool with anybody and everybody. Um, yeah, and, like, so we pulled up, like, y'all want to play? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. So, like, we ain't got out the call, we good yet. Right, so, right, no stretching on that. <laughs> right. that's, that's why we lost. That's why we lost, right there. We didn't stretch. No, but, uh, but that sense of gratitude and stuff like that, um, and uh, I, I believe that one, as we are more grateful for the things that we have and stuff, God reveals and shows so much more of the things that you don't have or you desire or the things that you don't even know that you need um, because of the fact that you are grateful for whatever and stuff. Uh, no level or nothing changes your act of gratitude. And so, um, with that being said, you know, uh, for us and um, to you all and vice versa, is uh, let's just strive to be more grateful. Uh, I, I was listening, or I seen a piece of a guy's podcast. He said that uh, that ungratefulness or how food was the temptation um, uh, for Adam and Eve, but uh, it was because Adam and Eve was focusing so much on their lack that they didn't even see their abundance that was around them. So like the tree was of uh the tree of knowledge and good and evil was in the middle of the garden and God told Adam and Eve to not to eat from that tree. But all around them was abundance. Like everything else all is good. You know, but don't eat from that. You know, so instead of being grateful for all that abundance that you have, you want to go be selfish and do what you we have not, uh, you wasn't supposed to do, uh, which preceded the fall of man. Thank God for Jesus Christ. So in all saying, uh, let's focus on the abundance that we already have. I mean, breath is an abundance because it is the breath for your life. And being able to do anything, you know, the more life that you have, the more things you can do. So uh, that's abundance right there. You can you can change anything in your life um, if you desire to. So um, just being grateful, man. Being grateful for everything and anything uh, and stuff uh, can go a long way. Um, so with that also being said, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, <coughs> we'll want to extend the... Uh, the opportunity to receive him uh, is just uh, acceptance of Jesus being uh, doing what he has done on the cross for our sins for our life and for the uh, truth that um, he loved us and not only to save us from hell in order for us to go to heaven but it saved us in order to have an abundance to have prosperity to be uh, happy, healthy, and whole, um, and that we don't have to live a life full of pain, 
excuse me, pressures without no outlet or without no savior um, to be there for us. So um, if you haven't accepted them, you can hit us up at kingdomfitness10 at gmail.com. We'll love to speak to you about it more if you have to. You can, uh, we only going live right now on the Kingdom Fitness uh, Instagram. So you can put anything in the comments. Uh, it's a little bit further away from me right now to see fully. But uh, if you, you know, want to uh, embark or get some more understanding or whatever on that, uh, just hit us up, put it in the comments. And y'all can chime in. I see we got a lot of people. I believe I see K. Lou. I think I see Jordan Lockwood. I think I see Avery. And somebody. Oh, Kev. <laughs> uh, and I see some other names. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And for anybody else that is live. Um, now we'll move on to the sponsors. Shout out to all of our sponsors. <clears throat> I have uh, walk-ons, Sherwin Williams, Main Squeeze, King of Fitness, Dante's Bill Bonds, Dick Sporting Goods, Quality Engineering, Regiment Fitness, Ascension, Crown Trophy, Harvest Supermarket, Ristic Sports, Booyah, Core UFC Gym, Super Tent, River Fair, River Parish, <laughs> Physical Therapy and Wellness, Monogram and Unlimited, Community Coffee, Chipotle, Defy, Chick-fil-A, Take Proof, Cajun Catch, Sam's Club, Right to Green Hunting Club, Jerry Lane Chevrolet, Walmart Giving, K-Falls Auto Detail, Dallas Station, Chad and Jordan Chapman, Gabby Terrio, and Gordon McKernan, Injury Attorney. Getting it done. All right, so... Um, right, 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 right. So, uh, sports and society. So, before we get into that, uh, one of the topics was uh, coaching. I'm sitting here with the coach. Um, coaching all versus coaching talent. Uh, talent alone. What is your thing about that? So, the better you make your full team the more complete that you can make your full team, hmm. the better you are in the end because sometimes you never know when a player will go down. Right. So you can't have the next man up mentality if the rest of your players aren't prepared. Sheesh. So <laughs> that you can't is keep your next man up if the next man up don't know what to right. do or not in the right position to succeed or Truth. Like in in any kind of way, like physically, mentally, like you haven't been putting that same amount of attention to the the next man or the rest of your team. When that player goes down, then throw the whole playbook away. Right. Uh, so, like, it's really important, even like not just on the field, but it's important that you develop every single player because it's not just about the sport; it's about it's about life. Mm-hmm. So, when you invest in in just your talented players, you're affecting those other players too in a way that you don't know. Right. Like as far as like confidence with like with anything in life, not even just sport, but like any kind of confidence issues you may be it's that big, may be a result of your underdevelopment. Um it's a big topic. 
<laughs> like really, just really anything. Like it's easy to to coach talent because not really coaching. You just put him in, in a position to make a play. Right. It takes it really takes coaching to bring something out of somebody that they didn't know that they had inside of them. Right. And that's what a coach really does. It's it's bringing out the bring out the talent and development of the players that you don't see. So like from right. from beginning to end, that's where you see that's where you, you measure your success. Not really in wins and losses, but how much uh impact that you had on on each player. Yeah. So that's why it's in that's why it's important to me like yeah, anybody can anybody can cherry pick and and call plays for talent that's already out there. Right. But when you make your play, make every player smarter, because sometimes you might not always have like the biggest or the fastest kids on your team. Mm-hmm. But if you make them all smarter and use that to your advantage, right, and bring everything out in them, that outweigh that talent that you just have out on the field, just undisciplined talent. So you can have undisciplined talent on the field that won't benefit them right. or the rest of your team. And some of that talent don't know how to adjust. Exactly. They just some of that talent, talent that you have out there just have attitude problems because the whole time we just let them do what they want to do. Right. <laughs> just, and they become one-dimensional. So they do the one thing that they're good at. Right. And then when other coaches pick up on that, so like you have one person that just does a head fake every time they make a move, and they don't change that because they've just been relying on that. Other coaches, hmm. teams will pick up on that. And so when this player does this, don't fall for it because that's the only move they got. Because right. They've been stuck in having evolved into doing other things. Come on, man. <laughs> so it's all about, and like I said, like sometimes those plays when you just coach talent, you're not coaching the attitudes either. Mm-hmm. So, like, some of those players take that talent that they have for granted instead of using it to, like, keep getting better, keep learning, and keep uh, progressing. A lot of them get stuck at, at one level. Yeah. Because the, like I said, it's taken for granted. And sometimes they don't have the right attitude. And that's uh, and the ones that don't take it for granted that can also soak um, that experience or share that talent or understanding to help the next man that'll be up or <laughs> uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, I agree 1000% with everything Kevin has uh, spoken on. I'm going to just use this one little quote that I uh, got from a lady who's a coach that is also on our uh, co-ed flag football team. She said, uh, it's more rewarding to unlock something that wasn't obvious yep. before than to polish what you already have. And so, um, just in all, man, it's, 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 it's beautiful to coach out that talent because a lot of, uh, I'm going to say it, any player or athlete uh, and stuff, but I'm going to say stay at the uh, kid level or the adolescent level. 
A lot of them don't know what they have, who they are, or what they can do. Uh, I mean, in anything in life, I mean, that's why a lot of people go to school uh, and stuff, because of the fact that uh, when they go to school uh, and you learn something, that can unlock another trait or something in that individual. Um, and we call it being smarter or, or whatever. Well, same thing goes when it comes down to coaching. Um, whenever you give that to somebody or a group of individuals, now those individuals are smarter. Now your team is better and stuff overall because of the fact that everybody's thinking on the same line. And I can only, excuse me, attest from the coaching standpoint that when that happens, now there's a trust, there's a joy, there's an expectation for the coach in order to be like, I don't care who I put on the field. Right. You know, uh, and every athlete has a certain talent to it, but if they could bring that mind, their similar mindset to uh, match up with that talent, man, that's just a joy to uh, a coach could sit back and, and just watch the fireworks happen <laughs> because uh, because everybody is well equipped and ready to go and uh, and then that's that's one beautiful thing overall I believe Bill Belichick uh, first Super Bowl whenever they was taking wide receivers because they was injured and having to play DB, uh, DBs and stuff like that um uh I was like, bro, like, that's crazy. Uh, I, I think it was, uh, I want to say Troy Brown, but I, uh, what was that wide receiver name? Because he's the one who won the MVP. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> good. MVP the Super Bowl. That's crazy. It's crazy skill, crazy to do that at, at that level the highest level with uh, football. So, um, so you know, go out. If you're a coach, want to be a coach, the uh, active coach uh, and stuff like that, man, please, let's do better and not just coaching talent alone. So I've seen so much, like so much progress with, with my team, you were like from the beginning or training camp to – even like before the season started and stuff, like just them putting in the work and stuff, like some of them getting slimmer, like right. really getting stronger and stuff like that. And being able to see that progression every week with them just makes me want to give give out more to them. Right. Stuff. Just keep keep pushing them up, like you said, keep unlocking that, that next level. Right. And stuff like that. So And know, it helps us as coaches. Right. It helps us as coaches because you have to you have to basically change or cultivate your way of coaching to certain individuals. Right. But it's like, okay, but it also it helps give you another dynamic or unlocks another coaching style or coaching understanding right. to another kid because you may have another kid that was in that same boat right. as the kid before. And yeah. now you can now handle it in a similar yeah. fashion. Cause now we like we running longer. Some of the ones like one of the kids that was like every time like 
the last one we were in this prison at the practice, like mm -hmm. way behind everything else, way behind everybody. The other day at practice we did, I think we did eight sprints and like six of them, he was in front of like three or four <laughs> people and stuff like that. So, That's beautiful. Yeah, and just, just showing that driver, just keep motivating them and stuff like that. So. Right. That's why every every player is important from like from top to the last, from top to bottom. Every player right. is important because every Parents single just not signing up. Right. Every single <laughs> every single uh, kid has a certain developed need that he needs to unlock and figure right. out what it is. That's why everybody everybody is important. True. So before we move on to sports and society, I love where this is. Um, what type of uh, – so my question is, what type of coach are you? Like, in one word, so um, I'm imagining playing Madden right now. So you got the motivator. If you create a coach on Madden, you got <laughs> uh, uh, one trick. So I don't want to limit you because you – from knowing you, a uh, man of many gifts and stuff. So what's three of your strongest uh, traits uh, as a coach? Uh, let's see, so probably educator. Mm hmm So, like, really, like, teaching them game and, like, putting them in the right position and stuff to make a play. Uh, motivator slash... <laughs> what's the other half of that? Motivator slash positive, uh, positive impact. Okay. So I can motivate you and give you the information through the motivation without like cussing you out or screaming at you. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> without shouting, and yelling, and hey to those type of coaches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Even like positive motivator, like I can get you like motivated stuff, but I'm not screaming, yeah. doing backflips, throwing chairs, and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but motivation, like letting you know, like giving you information, but you can do it. You're faster than everybody else on this field. You just gotta just make a plan, be in the right position. Then give right. you the information to to do that. Even okay. like after, even like after a bad play and stuff, like I'm not at the interception or something, I'm not fussing at my quarterback, yanking my face mask and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, hey look, for run this play, but this guy is Okay. Or yeah. just look, take your time, set your feet. This is this is what happened on this play. This is what you did wrong. Look, next play, let's execute this stuff. Now, okay. Why you do that? Slam. <laughs> go sit on the bench. Right, right. right. So, um, the third one is. Let's see. What's my first? Uh, educator. Um, so the third one would just be uh, you know, conditional. So yeah. the condition coach. Awesome. So, you know, just getting them. And he's a man that set records in the 400. So, so it's getting them in shape. Y'all welcome. So, like, <laughs> getting them in shape, getting them prepared for the season. Like, so for the first two weeks of, uh, of the season and stuff, like for practice and camp, like we need, we need to touch football. Right. Straight. Just straight working out and stuff like that, uh, getting that endurance because we got to be strong enough to hold this extra weight on our pads right. before we even 
like put them all over and stuff. So um, just all about building complete players. <laughs> all right. So in the sports and society, we got about 15 minutes, and there's so much and because the film and stuff. there it is. There it is. Which you don't know. Making players smart. That's what I like. Yeah. Smart players. So, uh, all right. So we're going to hit these topics. There has been so much since we've been gone. I mean, the football season started while we was gone. Uh, so we're going to take about 30 seconds in each topic. Uh, there's a lot. And then uh, talk about Kingdom Fitness and Kingdom Fitness Recreation and all that's going on. Uh, transfer portal. And Neil is not what it's all caked up to be. So from me, uh, and this is his hearing it from two sides and stuff. Uh, and not saying it's all caked up to be overall. It's just from these two sides, and these are two credible sources. I would say that. Uh, so uh, one of them mentioned to me that you know he trusted in leaving. Um, the college he was at, uh, he got his education. He just now graduated um, or finished his hours to graduate, um, but didn't get picked up by a school or a school that he wanted to. Um, now, outside looking in, I'm like, why in the world did you leave? Why didn't you just finish through? Like, and now you had this other college that never heard of, um, but. I mean, hey, it's your last year, so put your best foot forward. But when I heard his story, they changed up, uh, which I've seen this done. They changed up the whole scheme as far as the uh, offense coordinator. Um, got new people in. Uh, depth chart becomes a thing. Practice reps becomes a thing, this, that, and the other. So... Me, personally, I would say see it through. Stick it on out. Finish. Don't worry about all that. Because pro day and uh, if you happen to uh, get invited to the combine can all, you know, be a thing. And you never know when you may be the next man up or what plays you going to make or whatever the case may be. Like, don't look at it just from one angle. But all in all, they made the decision and um, – and I'm glad they did. You know, it's, it's better. Things are seemingly good. So I can only go with that. Um, but in the circumstance, he chose to leave under the fact. And then there were some things that was told to the parents that wasn't told to him. And it became like, you lied to me. You didn't tell me the truth. You told my mom and them something else. Then you told me. So I'm kind of like... I don't want to deal with that my senior year, you know, uh, especially on the college level, you know, not knowing, hopefully you go pro, but not knowing that if you'll be able to step foot on the field or the court again, uh, you kind of want to have a secure security behind your season. So I get it. Then I talked to another guy that is stellar, um, but he left the university he was at because, but when he left, um, he he felt like his game wasn't being elevated. He didn't have the opportunity to be impact. Uh, like he felt like he was still doing high school. Uh, yeah, I heard something too. Um, <laughs> he he felt he felt like he was still playing high school ball, 
and stuff, which was crazy to hear. But the man is just that good. Thankfully, we were able to train him. <laughs> um, the thing about it, though, when he put himself in the portal, universities coming out the wazoo, uh, he said within like five, four or five minutes. But they was only trying to come at him from the money standpoint. And it wasn't like from the ball standpoint because he was like, okay, that, you know, this, this, that, and the other in scholarships. And then we're going to give you three, four, nil, like right off the bat, ranging this type of money. I'm like, bro, that's not bad. But then it's like he's, he's been groomed under wanting to play the sport so much more. Like he's going to make it to the big, big leagues for sure. He's going to make the money. He's like, who you got around me, though? Who am I playing with? Who else are you bringing in? Right. And, you know, and so he made his decision, uh, which I was glad to hear and was totally like a different. Right. Show the maturity. Yeah. And then he comes from money. So it was like it doesn't really matter too much to him. He's good on both ends, whether he gets it or doesn't. He's good. But the maturity. Uh part of it behind the fact that he was like, you know, I really want a ball. I really just want a ball. And he made the statement where he was like, man, I wish that wasn't so much about, like, that's where it's all headed. Like, people are jumping ship, trying to uh, enter into the portal, trying to go play where they best can get a nil contract and stuff like that, rather than the game alone. I'm kind of on both ways because, yes, I, I'm glad that athletes are being paid. Should happen. Much needed thing for the past years. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, go get your money. I'm all about it. Being a former athlete uh, in college and stuff, I wish there was around when I was there. You know, but uh, also, you know, um, mature. Be mature. Be mature. Don't forget that the thing that, that drive because at that level you still got to work right. even more so even more so uh, because at our level at our time was the only thing that was more of our drive was the fact and the hope of going pro and stuff and now a lot of people are getting uh, a lot of people are giving are getting more college more in college like for my women, WNBA compared to college basketball, look, right. baby, yeah, college is <laughs> is making more. Yeah, angels, angels, Reeves, yeah. Current uh, is gymnast, LSU gymnast. She's yeah. making way more, way more money, chilling in college. Right. So yeah. um, you know, so to each their own, and it's gonna be years to come uh, with conversation. I would just say overall. Um, make your money, but don't forget. Excuse me. Don't forget your drive. Don't forget that desire, um, because you can only make more money. I can and imagine. Even when you get in the portal, it's still gotta have other teams that want you too. And shout out to Gordon McCurran and signing the. Uh, I seen the guy from Southern. Uh, he got signed on the Neil uh, contract. That's major because Swag needs that. Swag need that type of action too. Yeah. Just being real. Uh, blindside. <laughs> was a bluff. We got eight minutes. Go.
say it, they got a whole Oscar for this movie. Was it? But yeah, right, right, right. But I, and it was That's, it was a way to finagle the system for him to be able to play with oldness. Yeah, and it just kind of see even right there, yeah. Neil contract would have been tremendously well. Like basically, that's. I don't know if they can really. Like I, I've seen a. Uh, I don't know the it term. Was a way to basically, yeah, just kind of go around the rules, right? Because he wouldn't have been able to play for that school because it would be like recruiting because the dad played basketball, right? Like they have a whole name, the court, right? The whole thing is named back then. Yeah, so. Um, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, this is the way back in the day for them to try. So, yeah, do you still good. show the movie to kids? kids? <laughs> <laughs> is it still I, a motivational? <laughs> I forgot. Or do you be like, this a, is a whole lie? They made a spoof movie on it. I forgot the movie it's called, but like, a whole bunch of people just trying to like adopt some kids in like time in the 40s and stuff. See. I forgot what movie it was, but like the lady trying to trying to be the next blind slide mom. <laughs> hey, uh, if you are, uh, I'm gonna just let this be known because we gonna have a little overtime. I can feel it. Uh, if you on any of the podcasts and stuff, uh, tune in to Kingdom Fitness LLC on IG going live. Uh, we got a couple of little uh, more little topics that we're gonna hit on, but I can feel that we're gonna be like probably. Uh, extra five minutes. All right, but even going. like even the judge was like, I don't see how this guy signed in a room, right? About the uh... like, how are people that blind, <laughs> like really blindsided, like how you don't, how you don't see this NCAA, like how even right. well the movie did portray at the end or whatever how the NCAA the woman got involved. And stuff at the beginning and at the end, the uh, lady with the ball cut whatever she got involved and met with him and was like really asking him them hard questions like, you know, Michael Orr, you didn't notice, you didn't see, you didn't, and all in all, seemingly he wanted to just play ball, right? Um, but then uh, the opportunity became greater than what he probably or probably didn't even care about. He just wanted to play ball. But it, they used it, the family used it as an advantage. Right. And he so, was already a great athlete, so like they didn't benefit him in any way. Right. Uh, just he benefited them by getting, getting them to go to Ole Miss. Do businesses capitalize on stuff like that now? Alright, so with the that, that topic, we just not talking about and this, do businesses start to try to do like a similar uh, theme towards athletes? Like, okay, my business is not rolling as much, but I'm going to try to get a contract and I'm going to use that individual. I mean, it's, it's out there too. do it now, right? But it's like, is it usury? <laughs> like an endorsement almost? Yeah, like say, all right, your business not doing well, but I got uh, the number five, uh, sorry, number five, a uh, five-star athlete, 
signed to a new contract. And we're going to push him, plug him through commercials and signing autographs at different events, this, that, and the other. You know, all in all, this is still work, kids. So you ain't just getting paid off of play alone. That's another thing. Uh, you, you know, uh, it's a job, job, job. Yeah, they collect their money from all that and give him like a percentage of it. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know. Making money, but Angel uh, go on to Angel Reese. They I seen a little part of the sports segment on um, on the news and local news, and they was talking about how she was so happy to be back because of all the work that she had to do all yeah. summer and off season, right. which did not consist of ball commercials and being right. in certain places. Uh, I mean, you go get your money, but don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget your reason why. Don't forget your drive because, and don't get used, man. Don't get used. I would say because you could, in a sense, be blindsided. <laughs> be blindsided. Oh, um, yeah. Don't let people use it. Reggie Bush's Heisman. Get that man versus man. Johnny Manziel. So you seen the Johnny Manziel documentary? I've seen it. Sheesh, like hell of a athlete, but. Sheesh, y'all take Reggie Bush's Heisman for, uh, for, and he wasn't even doing physically or known, knowledgeable. Really, he couldn't prove anything. Really, it sounds like the underneath stuff that they've done with how yeah, it's like, always been done. Yeah, he's like, they didn't really do an investigation. And- right. They just helped out his mom and dad, I believe. Um, but, like, I know a lot of kids that got cars and bills paid from universities once they child's out and stuff like that. But, I mean, from what Johnny was doing, Johnny was doing it. Right. Um, I, yeah, man. Autographs, party, <laughs> the party with Drake, Rick Rose. And this man this had a successful... Uh, NFL career. I wish it would have been with the Saints the whole length of his career, but <laughs> a successful NFL career. Right. Bob, uh, I got a list of running backs. He's for sure one of my top and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, deservedly. You know, how I was thinking about real quick. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, when they were talking about the side. You know, I was thinking about, and this will be a, like a later podcast or whatever, whatever conversation. Um, like, what would an offense look like with Steve? Uh, what would an offense, I'll, like skill position, if Michael Vick at quarterback, Reggie Bush, Peter Warwick, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I know there's a lot of like. I'm like, bro, like I used to stay up. I I thought I was staying up, but on California time it was ten o'clock. Uh, <laughs> but I'm staying up watching, like looking uh, for this man uh, because I know he's gonna have 
a mu- like a, that must see TV. Right. Like he was, Reggie Bush was that. Too. Yeah, I haven't stayed up late to watch a <laughs> game like that since Reggie. Since 